You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. back everyone to the next trek podcast every week we dive into the latest episode of star trek discovery and give our thoughts on the final frontier my name is chris and i'm tyler and i'm kate and we are back again to discuss the red angel this is season two episode 10 and the imdb summary is as follows burnham is stunned when she learns her ties to section 31 run deeper than she ever fathomed Armed with the identity of the Red Angel, the USS Discovery goes to work on its most critical mission to date. All right, guys. So this is the culmination of the entire season. We learn definitively the identity of the Red Angel in this episode. Um, And uh, that's a big deal, right? Because that's kind of been the mystery the entire season. What did you guys... What did you guys think? Let's just give our spoiler-free kind of thoughts, our kind of like overall, you know, whatever, what, what we really thought about the episode. And then we can dive into spoilers uh, and what was kind of like the most impactful moments for us of this episode. So, Tyler, I'm going to let you start, man, um, because I feel like there's a, a chasm between the way I feel about this episode and the way that Tyler feels about this episode. And I've got a feeling Kate falls somewhere in between. We're mm-hmm. going we're gonna to see how that goes tonight. But that's just kind of what our like offline discussions has, have kind of led me to believe. Tyler, what did you think of Red Angel? Uh, all right. Well, okay. So I'm not going to, you know, there's no backtracking. There's no, there's no, you know, changing from my stance earlier to, to right. whatever. I, right. I'm even looking back at my message because I sort of want, I want to read what I said because I, I stand by it. Uh, I said, this is a message that you sent Kate. Oh yeah. I. Cause so originally context, originally we were not supposed to, I wasn't supposed to be able to join the, the recording. Um, we were going to record right. last night and I, I wasn't going to be able to be there cause I was out of town. And so I said, uh, you know, here's what here's what you guys could say. You know that my opinion was. You could say I loved the episode. Once again, it was my top episode so far. Each one is topping the next. And so wait a minute. This is your oh, favorite and I said, episode of Discovery. I said I loved, loved, loved it. Yes, you did. Those are the words you used. I, 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 I would. I don't know. If, okay, I, I don't know favorite episode, but I will say, um, I will say, of the last few, this each one for me has, seems to be topping the next um absolutely okay. like i i just rewatched it 10 minutes ago i finished the the rewatch and i i loved it the same i found one or two small nitpicks but i i really enjoyed it i thought it was uh solid emotional beats uh, between spock and michael between um michael well michael and tyler not as solid but i liked it still i i I enjoyed the reveal. I loved the stakes that were there. I thought the, the Michael's Michael's fear that we that we see with her and her dealing with the situation is realistic. Um, I will say I I don't know how much we want to spoil here. I called the I called who the Red Angel was uh, at about the ten minute mark of the episode. Um, oh wow! Yeah, wow. because of of what they had dropped. We we had a Chekhov's gun or a or a Burnham's mom situation. Um, <laughs> And uh, that I I knew what the moment that they that they get dropped the hint I was like oh okay that's who it is um, okay so. I can't wait to talk to you about that because um, anyway yes that, that was it. one of my big was the biggest one of the biggest problems I have with this episode oh. is that um, oh. reveal I just think there's a um, long tradition of that and I'm fine with it <clears throat> okay that's fine but I I still don't understand how it how it worked so you can, maybe you can explain most of my problems I have a feeling Tyler. If you're able to answer them in a <laughs> in a way that I understand, I may actually end up loving this episode. But I just said there's so many inconsistencies that um, anyway. So Kate, let us know what did you think about Red Angel? <laughs> uh, he can't even say it with a straight face. That's the funny thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this this episode was climbing up a, a mountainside a peak for mm-hmm. tyler and for me it was a trip and fall and bounce down the hill in a kind of painful way yeah and really i shouldn't say wow. kind of painful it it just was painful it, it, it there, there was the moments that really hurt there were moments that 
bored me, which was kind what? of a problem for a big mystery oh. reveal. I agree. I'm um, with you. I'm with you. I, I, I do want to be a little bit nice um, and say that <laughs> Sonequa Martin-Green, some of the, the the scenes that she gave to her emotional range as an actress, she did a fantastic job with the material mm-hmm. she was given. So I, I don't want to lose that in the midst of an episode that um, I, I have... Um, a few likes and a lot of complaints about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, again, um, Kate probably falls right in the middle uh, because I despised this episode. Wow. Um, Whoa, I think that's it harsh. might be my least favorite episode of Discovery ever. Whoa. Um, and here's the reason why. Um, there have been so many promises made. Um, that I feel like this episode basically just retcons and says, oh, you know what, actually, bleh, never mind. Um, it just really annoyed me and it got on my nerves. I sighed so much in this episode. I did not understand. There was so much. You used a wonderful phrase when we were talking offline, Tyler, that I think describes this to a T. <laughs> and this this episode is nothing but hand wavium. Uh, it is just a, hey, um, this is an episode not of science fiction, but this is fantasy. This is this this jumps squarely into the realm of fantasy. And I love fantasy, but that's not what we've been promised this entire season long, or at least what it felt like we were being pushed towards. Um, I, I, I can't wait to talk into further detail, but let me just say that there are so many MacGuffins. Um, so many um, just uh, unexplainable and uh, uh, just unknowable uh, techno babble and jargon in this episode to make it work and to connect it. It just, it was frustrating for me Um, and it just hurt my brain, Um, but I may be wrong. And so I, let me, let me say this. I'm very excited for you to be here, Tyler, because I want you to explain, I'm going to like interview you (laughs) and just say, (laughs) tell me why I should love it because you love it. That makes me feel like I've missed something. Um, And I probably have because I just, maybe I missed something crucial and I need to talk about it. But for me, this episode was way off mark, unfortunately. And I, I, it hurts because I feel like this is supposed to be the payoff and we're supposed to have loved it. We're supposed to have been like, oh my gosh, I didn't. Anyway, so I'm done talking about it. Let's 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 jump right in. Are you guys ready to jump in full spoilers and just kind of think about what what we loved the most and despised the most? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so where where does it, where do we want to start? Do do you, do you want me to kind of kick things off with kind of some of my my yes. most? All right. Well, let's start off with one that's just kind of maybe a little bit. Um, kind of low ball, I guess, is kind of the, the yeah, low-hanging fruit. Um, so early in the episode, maybe it's something you can explain to me, um, they do a, they, they get the information from Arium, right? Arium died in the last episode. My favorite, th- th- this episode actually starts off wonderfully, let me say that much. Uh, the funeral mm-hmm. scene is fantastic. Um, who is the actor that plays um, Saru? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Who sings. He actually... He actually sings. And the it's actual actually actor him. sings. It's yep. perfect. It's actually him. So good. Yeah. Yes. All that, all, that entire sequence, glorious. I Wait, loved it. I was like, I'm in. Less than the forest episode. Yes. And it had this scene in it, which is powerful. This scene's wonderful. The scene is wonderful. And, um, and, but the rest of the episode kick is. Saru. Yes, is better, is better than this. Oh my god! The, the episode as a whole is better than this. This, uh, I feel it, like this was the epilogue to the last episode. In I think yeah, it's the I, prologue to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, and and unfortunately, I don't want to see the next episode because I feel oh like this just destroys everything. All the goodwill. Okay, so here's so that it starts off wonderfully, and that's great. So anyway, they take that data from Arium, right? They find out that there is a bio signature in her that matches the Red Angel. 100% they are sure 100% it actually is this 100% sure this person and it turns out to be Michael Burnham hmm. and that's too easy and that's why of course it wasn't it I, I didn't believe but, but, that but, 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 but what was all. it then what was it I, I think why? that was planted I was planted and, and whoever by who now it wasn't manufactured we are told it wasn't manufactured but we are we are told like it's it's planted it's too it's perfect it's it is one hundred percent Michael Burnham and so I think either 
whoever hacked Arium. I, I even wrote this down. Hold on. To uh, what end? So what I, purpose? So I, right. We don't That's know. My it's point. part one. No. What? So, okay. So there, there's, there's only one explanation for me that makes sense. And that is that her mom's actually about to die and Michael gets in the suit and yes. does everything that we've seen. So, so okay. All right. So, okay. Yes. So that's, <laughs> that's what you exactly think's gonna what happen. <laughs> so, okay. So, so that's what you think's gonna happen, yes. right? Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, okay. So, okay. So again, like this is time travel stuff, shenanigans. Yes. We, we. So why? Why? Shenanigans. Why? <laughs> why would would mom then? Why would mom? not know and not understand what was going to happen why why would she wait till that moment why not like stop it before like i don't understand like that moment the, when what do you mean the trapping, to save her? trapping the red angel like what because if you were trying to to get into the suit and this is yeah, but, but that's that's all plot shenanigans that does not make any sense <laughs> like if if you're a time traveler they you don't have to wait suit. till a specific no, 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 no. moment they lost the suit they lost the suit a long time ago. Leland said, you know, Leland talks about that. They built the suit. They lost the suit. And, uh, and he, of course, he doesn't say because your mother took it and, and you know, ran off with it or something like that. Or we lost her during an experiment. He doesn't say right. that because he's about to get punched in the nose. And this twice. Because potentially plot. Because pre-death plot. mom took off with it because yes. presumably we saw mom's dead body whenever uh, they died. No, I, I doubt that. I, I doubt that. I, I would suspect that it all happened. She got carried off uh, by, by, you know, Sarek or whoever brought her to Sarek and Michael, uh, you know, they brought, they brought Michael off to Sarek or whatever. And, um, we never so, saw a body. we we have never, have you guys seen the body? We haven't seen the body that this didn't bother me in any way. <laughs> at okay, all. So, so let me explain what's happening in the episode. In TV, right? so, if you don't see a body, they're still alive. The basic plot of this episode is they're going to trap the red angel. Yes. Who is Michael. They know who they think 100%. is Michael. No, it is 100% confirmed. It's no, Michael. no, no. A red angel is Michael. So there's two red angels, is what you're, is what we're saying. Same now. suit, different lady. Okay, so the person that that Spock mind melded with was <laughs> my favorite part. By the way, I'm sorry. Is Kate is sitting here? We all have this uh, the the picture. Kate is sitting here, just peaceful, and Chris is irate. <laughs> I, I, this is the most frustrating thing on the planet. I can't. I cannot understand how anybody would be happy with this. I'm fine with Feel it. Feel free to jump in, Kate. I, 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 I'm I nerd raging right now, so <laughs> I don't even know. I'm having a hard time even keeping this podcast Kate, together. Kate, here's what we this need is not going to even be I listenable. Think we need you to nerd mediate. He's nerd raging. I'm nerd I thought fine. it would help him bleed off some of that, that over-the-top pressure so we can then have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get Melody in here to just... So, okay... So here's exactly. So here, here's here's my major problems. Let me just let me just run down my problems. Okay. I'm, I'm and then notes. and then without anything, you then you just tell me kind of. I'm taking notes. Um, so basically, the, so the, the you don't, you don't the, like the two women. That's our first thing. Yes, I, I hate women and women <laughs> no, and just sci-fi. The, oh, sorry, I totally did not mean it. Those two. <laughs> sure you like did. The two red angel situation. Sure you did. <laughs> I, I I I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Trust me. I'm gonna just straw so, man every single thing that you say. The and basic angels. plot. You hate angels and. Women. Uh, uh, all right, the, the, Tyler, let him speak. He's got to get through this. The big plot of this entire season, as we know it right now, <clears throat> is that there's a future AI that is fighting this red angel, right? And every time the red angel flies through a mini wormhole or micro wormhole, whatever they've come up with, um, the, the AI flies in behind her and like infects stuff. What, 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 what is it? What, what, what dumbness is this? Okay, so she opens up a micro wormhole and future AI flies in behind her and infects whatever, right? Because that's what happens at the end, Leland. Right, okay. right. Okay, so that's so, your point number two. Wait, wait, wait. Like, that, that, that's I'm the actually, big. That's I, the, I'm actually not following something. Did I, did I miss something? Uh, what do you mean the future AI fall, flies in after her? So they in they explain one. in the episode that that every time she opens up the micro a micro wormhole, yeah, and she flies through the AI bad AI comes in behind her and infects stuff. That's why they said that they, in this episode. They did. Yeah. At yes, the end of the yes. episode, that's why Leland gets oh, poked in yeah, the yeah, eye. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah, bad yeah. AI infected. The Section Thirty One ship after coming through the wormhole, the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Dumb. Yeah, that dumb. was their explanation for how control dumb. became bad after it was so um, important as a good force. 
I so yeah. dumb. <clears throat> I think dumb. that was Giorgio, but that's okay. That's just so me. you think I you think, think that's Giorgio, and the, she's 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 grabbing uh, for power. Yes, I I think it's Giorgio using that as cover. Okay, she's so been maybe. Wanting, she's been angling for him the whole time. Okay, maybe, but but that's that's literally what they say in this episode is what's been happening. That's the 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 bad AI from the future that's been infecting the Section Thirty One stuff and killed all the yeah. generals, admirals. I mean, from last right. episode, that is so. Our big bad is future AI. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. And future AI is laying. They they say is now laying dormant somewhere. Yes. They've they've checked all the ships, but they're not exactly sure. It may be it may be awoken again at some point correct right and that's what i think happens at the end of the episode you say Giorgio, but i haven't i mean maybe but i mean they set that up in this episode to be the bad ai like it yeah I f- back to him i figured section 31 ships are infected and it's just wait and see until it pops up that that was my read mm-hmm. on the situation yeah which is fine with me i'm, I'm okay with that either also i'm glad okay. it's okay with you that my opinion is that <laughs> okay um, also. <laughs> well played they they, they <laughs> say um they say okay so they say that it's 100 percent michael burnham so if that's the case here's here's what's been happening this entire season long okay everybody following me yes <laughs> you're michael you're michael burnham <laughs> and you've already experienced all this stuff right and so your best plan is to create seven random signals in the galaxy and hope that people decide to investigate them, to take them on some wild goose chase around the galaxy and then reveal that it was actually your mom who built a time machine in the past with a time crystal and tries to protect the future from... Why not just show up and tell yourself, hey... I got a time crystal. Only got 30 seconds here. Um, bad AI is coming in right behind me. Here's the deal. Blah, 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 blah. Rather than doing this whole wild goose chase across the galaxy. Especially why? Why since do that? Spock to- was already in communication. So why not tell Spock? <laughs> Chris Dan, is losing it. I mean, Tyler, can two, you two women. tell me? It's, it's the two women. It's the two red angels. That's what this is. I'm fine. I'm fine with this so far. And hey, if I'm wrong, and this is maybe just my own head cannon, that's fine. <clears throat> but we, so, we, there's two. We already know there's two different patterns for the red angel. One, yeah. one is predictable, and they, they, you know, they talk about that right, you know, right before they the um, variance. The, the reason, yeah, the variance. The reason yeah. why um, Spock pulls the, the phaser on them is is. Right. She is the variance. She is the sure. one who will get saved. And that's her mom doing it. Michael, right. we agree. know Michael doesn't care about herself in that way. She will she will sacrifice herself for anything at any point in time. She will just sacrifice herself. And so I think we still don't know fully what the seven bursts are because or, or, or why those are. Other than they were, mm-hmm. they were an attention getter. They were a wake-up call. You know, this something is happening. There's a pattern here. But I also but not think... not really, though. They're fully unclear. Like, they're the silliest... If yet. You're, if you're going... They are fully unclear so far. Okay. All right. Right? All right. All right. <clears throat> we don't know. I mean, and Spock said, we don't know this pattern. We know this pattern. Um, and so... Okay. I can allow for that even if I, d- I am not okay necessarily with your two Red Angels theory. I can allow for what we don't know. Oh, I don't know. And, hey, maybe I'm wrong. I, it's, it's possible. It just... It just seems very unclear. If it is Michael, why would she go through all of this so, um, silliness and shenanigans? Why not just go back and tell yourself what what the deal is? I think we have a Back to the Future situation too, a little bit where where this is not. Uh, this is this is again. We have two time loop things occurring here. One is Mom. Um, and saving Michael Burnham, and say, and I would oh. suspect then that Mom is the one on the asteroid, and Mom is the one. Um, the whole New uh, Eden thing where they were rescued. So, maybe, so this is what mom maybe. mom is just doing. Like mom's just hanging out. No, I think mom. I think mom is off doing her own thing. Um, you know, she, or stuck somewhere. Whatever. I don't. I. I don't know. Again, I don't know motivation at the moment. Other than, of course, I don't know any of this. I don't suspect motivation at the moment. Yeah. Um, I. I think mom got stuck, um, and if and has somehow found the way those couple of times maybe to go see Spock. Maybe that's. Uh, I, I don't again. I don't know all of this, um, and maybe the Spock one is Michael Burnham as well. I, I really don't know, but we also know Michael Burnham is not so worried about herself. 
past self maybe like child self but um but maybe you know mom is you know watching over michael in the past and and is able to pop in and see spock and that left some kind of you know major major you know impression upon him um but, you know, she knows her daughter's with his family or what? I don't know. I don't know. But but, but what? But why do this to your your daughter? I mean, why not just go back and fix whatever the the what the problem was at the beginning? Like, why, why leave your daughter? What a jerk of a mom! I know. I, like, I don't think a it's jerk. I don't think it's a a purposeful thing. I think she got stuck. I think it's an experiment that went wrong. She got sucked out of time and can only pop in for a second and and can't can't affect anything spoken but she's already changed she's already changed so why not go back before she the, the time thing happened and tell yourself hey by the way don't do that i don't know yeah I don't know. Um, because this is part one i don't know yet like that's the thing okay, i'm also okay it, with that because we're we're getting information soon okay fine i mean i, I understand I, and there are a lot of unknown mm-hmm. kate where do you think stuff what do you think on this i looked at the <clears throat> mom situation and went boring um Uh so which was wrong like i spent the entire episode going it's michael burnham and first of all i need to back up to the 100 percent thing i'm sorry but no scientist ever says 100 percent yes and so when they did it with the whole uh um polygraphing spock in the previous episode doing it here i'm like stop doing the 100 percent. that's not okay so right Getting right. that, that, that out of my, my system, that's a no, problem. Sure. And, and yeah. similarly, I had a problem with time crystals. That that was my biggest, like, come on, time crystal. If we had had time crystals, like, this would be a thing. Like, why have we had to do the, like, even the slingshot around yeah. the sun thing, which we've done umpteen times, you know, throughout Star Trek history. That's like, well, okay, at least there's a reason. Like, they can they can sort of, you know, technobabble us around that. Time crystals are just like... Well, so do we just plug it in somewhere and then we know we've heard of time crystals. A mud had one in his wristband and that's how he was able to do it. But I sort of, I sort of took that as mud just BSing us, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. um, Can I get back to boring mom? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) please. So Alex Kurtzman, one of the showrunners for this season was a creative partner for JJ Abrams. I never put that together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they did the mom thing in Alias. Oh, he yeah. did the mom thing when he was working for Hawaii Five-0. Like, this has been done. And they worked, eh. they they twisted themselves into a pretzel just so they could have this reveal that's been done. And I didn't yeah. care when it finally no. happened. It I was like not, it. It, it, I, could see, I, could, I could see the logical sequences that they were putting into place to make it work. But emotionally, it was never inevitable. And that was a huge like it was it was only intellectually inevitable and not in a satisfying way it was oh it was out of nowhere yeah it was out of it's because they wanted to twist because the whole jj abrams thing was the mystery box and that worked great in the alias days it worked for fringe lost is debatable but here it's just like they bent over backwards to have this big convoluted mystery plot and then surprise reveal and we're like we don't care because you're so invested in this failed mystery box that doesn't really work in this setting and so whenever it's finally mom which i saw that one coming to within the episode not as early as tyler did because i spent the first part of the episode going it's michael really nothing feels right this this is not okay it just does not work and then when it didn't work i'm like at least it's not michael but the reveal is not worth it either i've thought it was michael for episodes so so one i thought actually that didn't weird me out as much as, oh, like Tilly just walks in and says it. And that was my you know, immediately like, oh, okay. So obviously it's not Michael because it's like an episode of House or something, you know, like right. everything somebody you walks need to know in they it. drop earlier in the episode. Yeah, exactly. it's classic network TV making. Right. And, and, and fine with like, honestly, to me that, that the, the what doesn't matter of it, like the what of it being the mom. What I want to see is Dagon Sneeko Martin Green playing against and i'm forgetting her their mom's name i looked it up sonia somebody i always forget her last name she's an excellent um, actress she's on the wire among other things but, i yeah. love her she's yeah she's on a lot of good things um but the emotional oh, setup did not work and so Son- while i'm glad to see the actress uh and i'll be interested to see how they play off of that it's this whole but I, I, the emotional isn't there so i don't care and then this big reveal bored me 
I, oh, I I don't know. I feel like we're focusing. We're focusing on this one thing, which is so clearly a setup for the next episode. Like, I can't say it didn't pay off because it hasn't even tried to pay off yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it hasn't started to pay off. That's next episode. And if they if they don't land it next episode, like, I, I'm, on, I'm on your side. I'm with you because... But, the, but do you find this... You, you generally find this interesting, though, the fact that it was actually her mom who's been flying through time and space with a time crystal. <laughs> and... And she's been saving, she's been literally ripping holes in space-time continuum to save her daughter. And at some point, her daughter puts on the suit and becomes 100% sure that that's the Red Angel. And then she has to go and stop future AI from taking over and destroying the galaxy. This, yes. That, that sounds interesting to you. I'm, I'm fine with it. Because I, it's just disappointing to me. I just that, don't know that's, where it's, that's my point. I, my thing is, it, I, it, I don't know where it's going to go. It hasn't paid off yet. Um, it has, it hasn't tried. Like I said, I now where as I'm thinking about it, the part that it does get disappointing, not disappointing, but just same same old thing for me is, um, it's it's the wasp, you know, from Marvel's Ant Man and the Wasp again because it's her mom and then she becomes the wasp but but whatever that and, and it's literally a suit that she picks up and that takes her out of you know some kind no, of reality. none of this was original but, i mean no, no kate and, and kate and is nothing. kate is 100 percent oh 100 correct 100 i'm not scientists don't use 100 but i do <laughs> and kate is 100 correct in this in that this is this is just it's so derivative it's not even it's not I, even interesting derivative. On, it's not but, even like, wait. oh, they were clever for taking it from this other source and then wrapping it around this. Oh, but I never we'll saw that see, coming. Have, but we'll see what we, they do with it. We, You guys felt this way All two right. episodes ago with uh, – two, three episodes ago when with Spock's first introduction, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. I'm not saying like the next episode was your favorite in the entire – well, actually, we really liked I think two episodes ago or maybe it was last episode. But, but Jonathan Frakes' last episode was fin- was the was, was the, one of the best. Phenomenal, right? Yeah. And because because it was the setup and, – and I agree now this is maybe a misuse of format. We should – this should have been a two-hour episode or, or whatever or, or you know or more back-to-back format where we, we do not get the payoff. And that's network filmmaking and that's, and that's network structure is you know too bad and cliffhanger and we move forward um i'm i'm waiting to see what they do i'm waiting to see what they do i think that argument would hold water better had the way they set this episode up not been so messed up um because they they started out with that whole it's 100 percent michael we didn't need to know it was michael we only needed to know that she was the variance pattern to make good bait it didn't need to be her to then have that big twist it would have been actually more satisfying to find out it was her mom if it hadn't been the 100 percent michael oh psych it's mommy like that that so literally all it it would take is a percentage change like if they said it's it's a 98 percent match from for for michael burnham which would have given the opening what? But it's not just that. But yes, I will grant you that that is certainly something that I'm probably sticking out a little bit too much. Um, there's another aspect of this that's missing that could have worked too. She's pulling off a needs of the many outweigh the needs of a few with her sacrifice, but that is nowhere in this. Um, they they are so focused on their mystery box that they miss elements that would have made this a stronger episode. Wait, how, how yeah. are they missing that? Because she... They they literally almost exactly quote that it's she um, uh, Spock she she gets in the the seat and Spock says we need to be careful about her make sure he says Doctor Colby you need to make sure this works because um, if she dies it's not simply we don't simply lose Michael Burnham or something like that um, we, use we lose the, the future, future. Uh, lame line but yeah the point is there lame line but whatever like if he that's hadn't my, said it this is I my thought point it anyway. though this i think you thought it cuz my point is is the red angel as michael or michael burnham as the red angel overlaying that distracted from all the other pieces that were there and and robbed it of its meaning and power wow. yeah and, and and a lot of my and again like the techno babble and hand wavium is almost exemplified in the final sequence of the red angel being pulled you know, or, or not even being pulled, but when she first enters um, the atmosphere. So Michael Burnham's sitting on the chair, right? She's gasping <gasps> and dies, right? In a really painful, graphic, overly long scene. But but Michael died. Yes. Yes? She's yes. dead. Yes. So, okay. So explain to me this, guys. 
her mother seemingly invented a time machine from the past, right? Mm-hmm. She comes to the future and has a magic, I can cure death beam ray. Yes. And she, where is that? And why don't we have that anymore? Well, that if, really made me upset. If you want to go there, it, then Into Darkness, they cured death in Star Trek Into Darkness. And then that yeah. wasn't in Beyond. All, all, all I, like, of the fantasy stuff is just <clears throat> ridiculous. When when they do this, and again, like I'm saying, this is all plot. I felt like this, 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 this episode was nothing but we need to get this scene to happen. Oh, my and, God. and how can we how can we explain away getting there? And and it just was didn't work for me. It was all like shortcuts. Think, this episode felt like a shortcut. That's what this episode felt like to me. I think a shortcut to get to where they want to go. Okay, let's let's say for the moment we we need to I think we we have to agree to disagree on for the moment on the Red Angel the Red Angel situation and wait until mm-hmm. next episode because I think I just think we don't okay. we're going to get there. Okay. I, now, what I what I really here's why I think I'm more viscerally disagreeing is that okay. you that we're focusing on that one thing and yes. and and um and the time crystal, which I think that was my that was my one thing. I I kind of it clicked the first time. I was like time crystal, that's funky. And then this time I thought, yeah, that's really dumb. Um, although weirdly, I watched uh, I watched I'm still on my next generation rewatch, and I watched this the season one episode. We'll always have Paris, which is the one where there's. Uh, a guy doing time research on a planet and they walk into a room and there's a real huge crystal that has broken and is messing up time around them. And I was like, I, mm, okay. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting, weird coincidence that I watched that in the last day or so. I think though that we're skipping over some of the other very interesting moments throughout this episode that are character based. And I think that are, I've I've got two positives that I'd be more than happy to share with you. Okay, which one? Yes, they are that. the 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 Spock Michael moment was wonderful. Amazing. At the, the when she's fighting at his his line, um, being there when Michael would punch Leland, he, he would have found that moment satisfying. Oh, I love uh, that. This is the first. I as I was watching this that that this sequence, I leaned over to, to Melody, my wife, and said, "It's the first time I actually recognized Spock." Yes, that um, was one hundred percent as this line. scene. Yeah. So the first time I recognized him in the entire, and so I enjoyed that. I still don't understand how he got there. Last episode he was a jerk, and this episode suddenly he's gonna he's fine. I don't understand. Like I said, it's a shortcut. Like suddenly, like now he's. I don't, he's I don't nice think he's entirely fine. I think he. I think he's trying though. I don't think I think he's trying. But why? But why? Last time, and, and again, like the thing was two episodes ago. He made this comment like, "Yeah, you were just a, a a child when all that happened. That doesn't matter. You still made the you still made it. You still you were a child. Blah blah blah. Doesn't matter." And this I episode, think, he was just like, "Oh, but you were just a child." And I was like, "Wait, that was I think you, he's you used that. I think Go he's ahead. coming back from his logic break thing. I think he was emotional okay. two episodes okay. ago, and and because they and they they said this in that episode. I'm not reading this into it. We have to detach him from logic, uh, because you know in order to fix his mind. And I think it took. Now I wish they would have like followed that a bit more explicitly later. But I've read that as you know we detached him from logic, so he was super pissy for an episode, and then yeah. he's slowly coming back to himself, and he's rationally right. he's rationally saying you were just a kid. This is you know whatever. So. Either way, that scene and the relief on Michael's face oh. afterwards, when they said that this wasn't an expected, um, conver- was not an expected conversation that they were yeah. going to have, um, that was a wonderfully touching moment, and I enjoyed that very much. Yes, I, I like that, and like I said before, the Arium funeral as well, I enjoyed very much as well. Mm-hmm. Those two, they're, they're, those are my two f- good ones. I I like that. Okay, so then how do you guys feel about? I'm just going to use my feeling word up front. Awful scene uh-huh. with Giorgio and Stamets oh. and Culver and that whole male tension <laughs> bit. I just thought that was funny. I thought it was dumb. I but I it thought was it was not funny. okay. She called him puppy. Yeah, it, I mean, it was really actually. Oh, it was. I, I found oh. it to be actively <laughs> painful. I don't know. I, painful. Not only painful, but like I don't. I, it, out of place. It it was weird. I yeah. I will I will give you. I was that. like, what show am I watching yeah. right now? I, and, yeah. and 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 my wife leans over to me and says, "Why is Colbert in like a black suit? He looks <laughs> like he just walked out of like GQ, the Mirror Universe." 
Yeah. It's really weird. It's just weird. No, anyway, I, I don't I don't know what to think. Well, and they said that my they said, you know, he hasn't been reinstated yet. So, I mean, the the clothing choice I don't love, but I was like, well, he's there's a reason they did say there's a reason he's not in uniform. It's Spock that I'm wondering why he's dressed like he's in section 31. Um he's not in uniform. He's wearing black leather as well. Apparently that is just the style after if you're not in Starfleet, <laughs> you're, you're It's just the future. When, it, you're, it, when you're slipping into something more comfortable, it's, it is skin tight leather yes. is what is what they choose. Which makes the, sense in Giorgio, but I draw the line there. I still don't think <laughs> it works for section 31. Like it, they're now they're, they're pulling that from Deep Space 9. Um Sloan who they talked about in Deep Space 9 is never wearing a Starfleet uniform. So so I get that and he's always wearing I think black, maybe not leather, but he's wearing black. So I whatever I think that's dumb but that's they're at least taking it from yeah. a place um I I I thought it was in yeah the I did love that my favorite line though other than it was a stupid scene did you just call me poppy and I just like is that because I thought the same thing did she just what and then and then Tilly saying what just happened because that's how I was feeling I was like yeah what did just happen it was weird. I, I agree with you that Till, Tilly's always charming. She is always charming. This, I don't this, know that even that line saved the scene because it didn't. I'm not saying no. it saved the scene. I'm saying I liked the line. Wow. All right. I, so I, 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 I get it, man. But I'm just saying I, I, I'm, there's so many. You, you want to talk about another miss for me? Maybe you guys loved it. But the Ash Michael stuff. Did you buy any of that at all? Like yes. for me, I was like, oh, man. I was like, I, you did not earn that at all. Like you've not done anything all season long to earn this, and now, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kiss you, and then he, what was it like? Uh, the the uh, I have it written here someplace. His line about why he wants to say stay in section thirty one. He says something along the lines of like, um, oh, let me find it. Uh, Ash believes in section thirty one's mission, but not its tactics. Yeah. This made my eyes roll so bad. Like, and it should, and it makes, and it makes Michael's eyes roll. She doesn't buy that, in for a second, and but and he's wrong. Like, I, I think he's a broken guy. Like this, this season is so much about psychological, like you know, recovery and trauma and things like that. Think of this guy. This guy in the last six months has yeah. has uh, been a human who was a Klingon. Who went yep. to the mirror universe? Who yep. killed a fellow crew member? Who went back yep. to 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 Kronos? Who found out he had a daughter with the Klingon high com- high commander or son with a Klingon high commander? Who had to uh, abandon his son? Like he is an aimless guy. Uh, like I I I don't bl- and I don't I don't condone his. I think it's wrong. He joined Section Thirty One. I think that's dumb. But I think that's dumb in character. Like it, dumb in character. Dumb in character. Can I get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> no, I, I think we do dumb stuff, right? People, people have, yeah. people have signed up for the military because they, you know, they, you, they. That, you, that's you're dumb. dumb. But, you're dumb. At least it's it's consistent with your character. But, but true. But people, people, it, it, like, I was just listening. Kate and I listened to a, a podcast called uh, called Writing Excuses, and and. It was not a recent episode, but I was re-listening to some things, and it's got Brandon Sanderson's uh, an author, and Mary Robinette Kowal and Howard Taylor host it, and Dane Wells, and who were all in Seattle like a week ago, and I missed oh, them. But, um, but yes, but anyway, they're they're talking about writing, and and one thing they were talking about is characters who are not fully. They had a term that I'm forgetting, but who are not. I guess monolithic is is how they would almost describe it. Where they where we don't only act for one motivation in our lives. Like we have other stuff going on, and we're not we are not as solely driven as so many characters in in film and literature are. We have crap that happens, and it it fractures us, and it makes us it makes us make weird, inconsistent, very inconsistent decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and I think this is a guy who has gone through physical. And emotional and mental trauma for the last X number of years or months. We don't know how long really exactly it's been, but for a, for a while now. And he's aimless. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's trying to find his place. And he's returned to Discovery to, to find the last place he was happy. And I loved it paid off the scene between him and Michael in the turbo lift. Not the scene with him and Michael kissing. I believed that because they were both emotionally like messed up. And frankly, she was emotionally messed up, and he took advantage of that. Is how I read that, by the way. But she, anyway, there's the whole thing. So, uh, but they're in a, they're in the elevator, and he's it's after Ariam's funeral, and he's you know basically nudging her, you know, emotionally in the elevator, and you know, oh, I thought you spoke so well, uh, blah, blah, blah. and she's like, I know what you're doing, Ash. 
I know what you're doing. It's not going to work. Um, I can't. I don't believe in. You know, they have multiple conversations throughout the episode, and one is, I can't, you knew about my parents, didn't you? Um, and I, I almost wanted her to punch him in the nose, like like Leland, because that would just be interesting. But, um, but okay, it, yes, anything I she interesting was in it. this episode would have been wonderful. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> but with that, I, I I don't think that they're back together, or if they are, they're gonna. Re- there's a foundational problem with their relationship where they they made out because they were both emotionally messed up. I, I mean, maybe, but I feel like this is this this episode is nothing but shorthand. Like now they're back together. I don't and... think they are. I and I, I hope I'm I hope I'm right. I really hope okay. I'm right that they're not cool. together. Like I think that was a mess. Up. Yeah, I think I fall a little bit in between you guys because while I see Tyler's points about motivations and the character Ash Tyler and what he's doing, I think he's been underwritten throughout this season, and so the writing yes. hasn't supported yes. that, which I think is totally. Chris's point. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Yes. There's nothing for them to stand on. And I, I again, I, I say what I said maybe a couple episodes ago. They could kill off Ash Tyler and I would shared, shed no tears. It would not... It, I, I'm completely disconnected from his character. I don't think it's important to anything. There, it, 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 literally any or anyone. But can we agree no that he them. is more successful than none? Who still, she got a scene with Michael, you know, with the whole, you know, I'm glad you were there kind of moment, but she's still yes. the most wasted character on the show. Yeah. yeah I, but but Tyler was a main guy last season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, none is kind of like in the I'm background. maybe that's why I'm liking him. Like, at least, like, if this was first season... You know, let alone by the way that the um, uh, uh, Reno, who they dropped, and you know we've never seen her since that one episode where she sucked the the slug. She off isn't of dropped. Tilly. I saw that on Twitter when they were tweet live tweeting the Paley yeah. Fest that um, yes. she's been at. She will be in every episode that she has the free time to be in, and that's the agreement that she made with Kurtzman. So we'll see more of her when she has time for us. Yeah, because yeah. uh, she's yeah, she's a pretty. She's, busy. she's a pretty coveted actress. Yeah, um, I love her. She's hilarious. Uh, but I think we this would be a with with Tyler. We would have a Tasha Yar situation if if it was uh, if this was his first season. I I agree. We would not care. Maybe I'm being forgiving because I I loved his character so much last year. I loved him so much. I thought he was maybe he next was to pivotal. Michael, my favorite yeah. character. There's a difference between loving him as a character and the the way he's being written. And that, that reminds I, a fundamental I, sticking point. I am point. not saying he, I am not saying he is being well used or well written other than I'm saying that it makes sense in this episode, what happened with him. I agree. I think I, I agree. They're being, they're underutilizing him. Um, it's all of these underutilizations, this, the, the Culber storyline, none, all the rest is, it continues to build my argument for me of why aren't they taking advantage of the streaming format? Yeah. Oh, agreed. I Very mean, much agreed. a lot of this could be better and could be solved. If they I wonder accept. if that's network. I, I do. I really wonder if oh, it's yeah, network. They're running like, it like a network TV show minutes. that just happens to be streaming. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I know exactly how they could have solved this episode. Are you guys ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there wasn't enough pike in this episode <laughs> completely um, agree because and 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 this There's is never the thing enough i'm pike. most most worried about is that he's not going to be there next season <sighs> and so this is what we're going to be getting all the time and i'm just like i don't like i don't like this i like pike um and um so that's what i'm maybe most m- maybe that's what tainted me in this episode was like <laughs> where's pike he'd be able to solve all this real quick like get him in here and he would be fine but I don't know. I, 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 for me, I just, all of this stuff is kind of on a lower level the way I felt about the episode as a whole, which is it was just a missed opportunity. It wasn't well written enough. And it was just a, 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 Scott, a stopgap to get from point A to point B. It was just a, a shortcut. And it felt like there were so many character shortcuts, so many plot shortcuts, so many MacGuffins used. Wow to get characters from point A in the season to now we need them to be here in point B of the season. And I don't think they earned a lot of it. I think there's a secondary layer perhaps that worked for you, Chris, as well. Tell me if I'm wrong. But we just had our Oh Captain, My Captain moment last episode with Pike where he stands for everything that you love about Star Trek. And yes. what you find have found in this season that very frustrating is the whole Section 31 worldview, the, ex, the, the the natural acceptance of it as a no big deal. It's just a part of everyday life. Who cares? This True. episode was full of all of that kind of ambiguity and messiness in addition to the writing issues. Um, 
I mean, maybe. Uh, yeah, I I don't know if honestly. I mean, I agree that there was not enough of the kind of like. Here's the reason why we're doing this, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I just honestly feel like I wasn't I wasn't sure why we're headed in this direction. And maybe, like you said, Tyler, I'll next week sit down and watch the episode. And I'll say, oh, Tyler was right. And I'm, I'll say this right now. If that happens, I will I will freely admit that I was wrong and you were right. Mm-hmm. But it does not, to me at this moment, feel like that's what's happening. To me, it feels like they are just, I don't know. I, I just feel like they're just taking these shortcuts to get to the to the end result. And you're right, Kate. There was not enough of that kind of like, moral reasoning here's what we here's what we're doing and why we're doing it we are starfleet stuff mm-hmm. i agree with that but um, just give me some more pike if i just get, get, i i just don't know if i i don't i don't know a further Sorry. comment on that that i don't know if i've shared on the podcast before i felt in some ways like season two has been an extended backdoor pilot for the section 31 tv show and mm-hmm. so yeah. once it has its own show i'm curious will they still have much to do with our primary universe or will they be doing their own thing and star trek's tone shifts again yeah, yeah. all right i have um I have go ahead three please. things and Please, I'm, and I'm wondering what you guys what you guys think. Um, one, I I wonder, and this is again a, another podcast I'm listening to right now, Standard Orbit, uh, which is one of the Trek FM podcasts. I love them. If you if you are a Star Trek fan um, and you know, want Star Trek podcasts, Trek FM has a dedicated show for each of the each of the Star Trek series, and uh, not just going through them at all. They don't they don't really do that. They go they do a lot of topics that are really great. And Standard Orbit a few weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was last week even, they did an episode called, um, I think it was called, How Do You View Your Star Trek? Um, and and I'm in the middle of it right now. Let me see if I can even look at it. But what they're, what they're doing is talking about, they're talking about this, uh, yeah, How Do You View Your Trek? It's episode 260. Um, and what they're talking about is is the episodic versus the, binge, the bingeable, or episodic versus serial. Um, and I wonder, I wonder if this is, if this is one step further an issue, if we would have this issue if we were binging this season, um, because we wouldn't have to wait. I, I wonder. I, I just wonder. I, I really. Don't I know. had that thought while I was doing my rewatch earlier tonight yeah. of uh, how much better would this be if I could just binge it? That would answer some of the questions that are frustrations because we have to wait. Because what we're getting, we're getting, you know, net Netflix quality, and they're spending more money than than Netflix. You know, I can't believe this is something we talked about last season. Season one of Discovery was the most expensive television show ever made, from what really? I hear. Interesting. Um, that's a stat. No. That doesn't seem that's, right, no but okay. I know. Game of Thrones? Are you kidding me? There's no, there's no way. And that's there's I know. No and I didn't fact check this. This is just something I, I heard. So, so this is it's possible. I'm wrong, but um, but it's very, I mean, it's very yeah, possible. I mean, that's crazy if it yeah. is. I, 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 but I, I have a hard time believing. Yeah, it. That's, and, that's and incredible. I, I immediately thought Game of Thrones, really. But, um, but, but I wonder if you know what we're getting is is very high quality movie quality. We've commented on the special effects and things like that. Totally. Um, yeah. Movie quality special effects and and high quality acting and actors and things like that. Um. And yet it's presented to us in, in CBS's, you know, no longer than 60 minutes. They'll maybe give us some 55-minute 50, episodes and uh, and weekly um, rather than a binging, a binging season um, because – or bingeable season because that's what they know. That's what they do. And I mean because I'm thinking back to it, you know, over Daredevil or, or you know, some of these, these Netflix series that I've really loved that we've – that have dropped and have, I've binged um, – to a point, even Game of Thrones, but uh, where I'm like, I, I, you, can, there's a reason you can't stop watching at okay, that point, but, right? But, but you, you're, you're kind of proving a point here is that Game of Thrones is a week by week. Um, so is um, oh, good point, a, very good point. Game of Thrones is I, I've been so rewatching it, so I'm binging here's, it. Yeah, here's the reason why they do this. Yeah, is that so people like us will talk about it every week. Oh, 100. Oh, yeah. The, the, the reason the why they do this. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 this is this is a community this is a decision yeah. to for for people to have a conversation throughout yeah. the week um which i appreciate so on that end too. I, i'd be more okay with I, it if I, the episodes were longer yeah 
Well, I mean, but here and again, like I, I'm sure that has to do with like a budgeting standpoint, sure. right? Like how there's like a, a, a um, an understanding of okay, you can do this many episodes, and it's going to cost you this amount of money. And most people, for the last since I don't know how long uh, television's been around, an hour is what people expect. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you go any longer than that, people weren't expecting it. You know what I mean? So. What I'm saying is, is that they're they're playing within the norms. They're doing what is expected, and I agree with you. They could do more if they wanted to, but I, I have no problem with any of this. The formatting, I don't have a problem with. I don't mind the week to week, as long as where they're leading us is someplace that is really Satisfying. interesting and exciting. Sorry. Satisfying. Satisfying, or even the journey itself. So, because most people didn't like Lost, mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it because I had a group of friends. This is the reason why I love D- Discovery right now is because I have you guys <laughs> that I get to talk, sit here and talk about every yeah. week. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I'm hating on this episode is because I'm loving Discovery so much. Yeah. So this is you're, this you're is expecting nothing, more from it. I, I have well, not that. I, uh, look, I'm I don't deserve anything. I am. <laughs> I. They can do whatever they want. This is just my you know opinion of yeah. a stupid opinion sitting on a couch watching something that somebody else made and you make a good point tyler like there are hundreds and hundreds of people craftsmen artists that make every episode of this 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 show that we watch and love and that i'm hating on right now and i don't want to lose perspective of that right mm-hmm. yeah but for me watching this sh- th- this episode i felt like oh i didn't want it to go this way yeah and i'm hoping that you know it'll it'll course correct and it'll be something i wasn't even expecting right. and this episode i'll look back and i say tyler I'm sorry, I was wrong. Well, I actually enjoy this moment because even though I didn't like it, I actually like that I didn't like it and (laughs) I get to talk to you guys about it. Does that make sense? Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some of those mediocre episodes, you know, of of other things, they're not as fun to talk about about the ones that you're arguing about, you know? Yeah. But you can't do this with Daredevil. No. Like, you you, you say that about Netflix, but when it drops all at once, the the social consciousness isn't oh, yeah. in one place right now every trekkie on the planet yep. is thinking wow that episode was really great or wow that episode was yep. terrible or someplace obviously you know in, in between and it's interesting because we all get to have that conversation together for one week i love and it and then we get to move on to the next one that's that's great i don't i wouldn't i don't i don't want to binge it i want this yeah i want this agreed i prefer this Agreed. I think the nuance I would offer, because I do agree with what you're saying, Chris, is that when you're writing in a serialized format that is not yes. going to be binge available, that you're setting yourself up for a particular task that I, I don't know that they're entirely achieving and maybe they'll just get better at it as they go. Agreed. I think season one, they attempted to do that mystery and uh, figure out the, the Vogue Tyler deal. Um, th- I found that very interesting. This is a, a new thing for Trek. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Like this, these season long stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think season two, they've been much better at it. And it's more thematic than it was plot. Right. And yeah. the Red Angel stuff was just kind of in the background. But now that we're getting closer to the end and the Red Angel has to come further towards us and we have to find out what the mystery was, just like you said, you brought up the mystery box, JJ, it is much better. I would have wished, I wish we would have not known who the Red Angel was. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's sometimes better for that box to remain closed. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched, the, the um, if you're listening, JJ um, Abrams is this amazing TED Talk where he talks about the mystery box mm-hmm. um, and I didn't why know he did a TED talk. What, what you haven't watched it? Tyler? I didn't know he did it. I watch, I teach TED talks all the time. How did I not find that? Hold it's on. my favorite TED talk of all time, and he basically talks about his narrative structure and why he builds stories the way he does, and that whatever is in the box at the beginning in our head is so much better yeah. than what it will ever be when the box it, is opened up and revealed what is inside. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's Jaws, right? Like the, the, what we don't see is scarier than what we do see. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, that that's the reason why the rabbit's foot in mission impossible three is never identified. You don't know yeah. what it is or what it does. It actually doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, yeah. And that's 
what's so wonderful about that kind of storytelling is knowing what matters and knowing what doesn't. And that's why this episode kind of bugged me is that what they thought mattered, I didn't really care about all yeah. that much. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's as impactful as they thought it was. So I'm hoping that maybe there's a bigger reason why and we'll find that out and I'll be wrong. Yeah. I I wonder if maybe maybe for me also what what didn't I don't know. I I I was not as concerned in in watching the episode. I, I think if you had asked me last week, the identity of the Red Angel would have been my my primary concern, my primary thing that I wanted to know from this episode. And as I watched it though, I found so many other moments that I actually cared about so much more. Yeah. Um, and and that by the end and because, and maybe it's also because I I figured it out stupidly or not. You know, I figured it out way early, and so that just didn't bug me anymore. But. Like in, in the biggest question, which we haven't touched on yet in this episode, and I know we're running we're running right at about an hour almost, so I want to I want to yeah. hit this. Um, the biggest question I I have is what is Giorgio's game mm. in all of this? Because I am finding her in you know so fascinating this season. Um, you know she was kind of she you know when she came back last season as as mirror you know the, the empress, um, she was kind of just there to be snarky and to eat eat the threat ganglia and and to kind of mess mess with us and to mess with michael um and she very well may still be messing with michael in fact i know she's she's got to be messing with michael but i i cannot see it she has been laying breadcrumbs for a while um getting michael to trust her and of course because she wants michael to trust her i don't trust her right mm -hmm. um uh but you know, she she got Spock off the Section Thirty One ship. She got Leland to tell Michael about her parents. Um, and she she even I still think even though it was a dumb scene, I think there was a there's a reason for what she was doing with Stamets and Culber. Like I really the second time I didn't think this the first time it was the second time. So maybe I'm reading into it too much. Um, was she was she both messing with them and weirdly reconciling them um like was she trying to get them both pissed at her flirting with with uh to Paul, make them a united front to make them reunite yeah to be united against her um did she and I, I still think she killed leland i could be wrong um i still think she did that but but her concern and she she's a great actress michelle yo is a great actress but so is Giorgio. um she was so concerned when michael was dying so concerned she was super concerned before michael even went on the mission she was against the mission that i was like what are we seeing what's real and for me that was the most compelling thing because i i, I cannot differentiate i can't predict i have no idea you know does she just want the red angel suit she wants to make sure michael gets into the suit you know like i i don't know i, I does she want to use it to, to further her own end game so yeah anyway all, all this to say i thought that I was I was way less distracted by who the Red Angel is, and so much more intrigued by what Giorgio's actual game is, and and she's been playing it so subtly throughout the season um, that that I, that I think is actually I think the Red Angel is actually a MacGuffin for what her end game is, but mm. that's it too. Interesting so. thought. She certainly plays the spectrum of cartoonish villain down to yeah. quasi mother figure. Yeah. Um, and there are certainly and she, questions there. And so well. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, no? Yeah. No, no I, it's fine. I, oh, she's but, so intriguing to me. Well, I mean, her... Yeah, I mean, maybe her motivation is interesting to me. Like, what, what she's actually trying to do. Is she a good guy? She does seem very motherly. Yeah. A good woman, I should say. Um you know, the relationship she has with Michael seems to be nurturing and also um, like she's trying to make up for poor choices in the mirror universe, the mirror universe, like not be as evil, uh, specifically when it comes to Burnham. But at the same time, like I have a hard time. I have a hard time not seeing her as like a bloodthirsty, terrible oh, human, 100%. Like, being. 100%. So so it's just is she a villain is she an anti-hero? You know, which one is it? I think she's I, like Sloane. She's Sloane in Alias, right? <laughs> Who is horrible, evil, you know, blood all over his hands kind of a guy. But loves his Who wife. Loves his wife and loves Sydney, <laughs> right? 
Like I, everybody who's listening to this, if you haven't watched Alias, you are missing out on on one of the best series of television ever. Oh, we've already um, kind of spoiled a couple things, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. Wait, wait for a few months and then forget. Um, but uh, but I even wonder. I even I, again, maybe I'm just I'm trying to reconcile that. Maybe I am so desperate to reconcile this that I'm just covering <laughs> stuff up. And maybe Chris, you are completely right. You and Kate are completely right. Uh, and I'm just a crazy person, which we've known for a while, so that's fine. But <laughs> I maybe maybe this season, um, maybe the 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 mom situation is it's another even another red herring where where we're gonna it's gonna get flipped on us and what we think is them turning the tables on us. I don't, but you know who knows. Um, I'm tracking the so. mother situation for different reasons, and we'll see where it goes because Ooh. how mothers are portrayed in stories is kind of interesting. You know, you have your your evil stepmother, you have the absent yeah. mother. So I've been tracking the versions of this, and I'm curious when the season ends what the where we'll be on the motherland. But we can talk about that when we're there. I'm, I'm intrigued by by that. I, I like that because we've had we've had nurturing Amanda, you know, foster mother. Um, we've had wicked stepmother Giorgio. We've had Tilly's mother. mom, who's the problem, and yeah, yeah. Really good, really interesting. Ooh, I had. And now we have Michael's mom with question marks there. So. Yeah. So I yeah, I had not thought about like that. Yeah. yeah, that was like one corner of my notes was making mother notes because there was a lot of mothering, mother esque related stuff in yeah. this episode. For all of my frustration and boredom with the reveal, the mother theme was interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm. Yeah. Oh yeah, go for it. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just all talked out. I, I feel yeah. like my, my anger, you, you know, after, after you like get something off your chest, like after you like had a really good cry <laughs> and you're just like, <sighs> guys, Chris actually like liked this episode. Now he's, now he's got it off his chest. He loves it. No, no, no. I, I still feel the same way. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping that next week I will be wrong. Uh, that's, that's what I'm hoping. That's honestly what I'm hoping. For. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Is there anything else we want to mention before we wrap up? Because we are um, right at the hour. kind of hitting that hour mark, uh, a little past it. So anything One else? One little tiny surreal moment because I'm still a Saru fangirl. Um, yes. When Saru goes off with Leland um, to to work on the whole plan that they're doing, there's this great moment whenever Leland's like challenging however so you just really wanted to uh to come with me because you wanted to spy on me and saru when he answers him he stands up and then leland has to look up at him through the rest of that conversation and i just love that little it's like this subtle power play moment out of new saru that was visually i really liked i i liked that a lot yeah um I, I I actually I, yeah I like that a lot I like new Saru and that he's even coming into balance because he we've seen him a few episodes ago be unbalanced like nearly mutinous in his reactions and things like that and now we get um man you know, big brother Saru is coming out and I yeah I think it's fantastic speaking of mutiny um, we could yeah. play mutiny bingo in just about every episode because it was like Burnham first season and yeah. now it's somebody different each episode oh I agree and the number That's of times. Funny. Uh, what was it, Spock? Uh, oh, it wasn't mutiny. I, I thought he made a mutiny joke. It was the uh, um, another another star. I liked his joke before M- Michael gets strapped in. You know th- that was uh, funny. Yeah, and then just, check out uh, in my Twitter feed. Trekcore posted a deep cut back to Voyager with the whole technology that shows up before its time bit that plays directly into this episode. Um, oh, how yeah. so? Um, they played a scene, I forget which episode of Voyager it's from, but it's one with uh, Jane Wayne and Chakotay in front of a computer, and they're talking about when computers showed up in the 20th century and how things shouldn't have happened the way they did, and it's evidence of a future timeline interfering with the past. I love it. Yeah, that that stuff really actually bothered me. I'm not going to get into <laughs> it, but like the idea that like time travel is the reason why we're technologically advanced, uh, just like Michael... I have a problem with that. We're yeah. hoping or that's not where we're going. I have a problem with that too, but I do like the deep cut to Voyager. So, I know I'm with you. I'm with you on on the precedence. Yes, but I'm I'm not cool with that idea, and I'm hoping that's not where we're going even further um, in the end of this episode, where something happens. And see, because the the one thing, the one tangent that I'm not going to get on, and we're not going to go <laughs> here now, but the one thing that still is a nub with Burnham and Mom. Mm-hmm is what does the church have to do with any of it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into that right yeah. now, but I'm just saying that makes no sense unless 
there's some sort of future technology that blah 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 blah. And that's what I would suspect. Time. Yeah. We can revisit yeah. later when it comes up or it doesn't. Well, and I think this is yeah. this one this season is going to actually um this is going to require the the rewatch and recap episode that we like we did it with season 1 oh, sure. more than anything, right? Cuz we 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 will have all those pieces of a puzzle and we have to put them together and see if does it actually pay off, you know, and and revisit episodes like this that that um, we, or episodes that we really liked, maybe we'll see differently in in hindsight too. So mm-hmm. yeah, Tyler. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's, hey, I, I'm, I'll take it. I'll take it too. I'll take the same challenge as Chris. I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, that's what I've. That's all I've been waiting for is to hear <laughs> you say that. I was hoping. I mean, you I'm not gonna be, but you know, if I am, if if I am, then that's fine. Um, well, that that brings us, I think, to the end. The only other thing I, I'd recommend is. Uh, Oh, is is we had talked about. Uh, we had talked about whether that Anson Mount has a podcast, uh, and he yes. featured Ethan Peck on uh, in two interviews over the last uh, two weeks, I think. Um, and then upcoming, I believe, is Doug Jones, That's and correct. and it's at the Well Pod on on Twitter, and then it's the Well Podcast is what it's called. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, recommend it. Kate and I have both listened to it. Chris, have you had a chance to listen to that one at all? I I have not, but oh. it is on my list of of things to get yeah. to. And they're as short soon as possible. Yeah, they're short episodes. I, th- I want to say. 30 minutes, something like that, maybe mm-hmm. a little longer. Um, so they're, they're both worth it. I haven't listened to anything else. Anthony Hopkins is coming up soon in the next, in this season, they said too. So yeah, uh, check out anyway, just very it's interesting. And, and I'd recommend that. We're also, cool. uh, we're also going to try and very kindly uh, nudge the writer's room at, at uh, Star Trek discovery to see if they can hashtag keep Pike. So anything we can to keep Pike, um, use that hashtag. We're gonna we're gonna lovingly nudge them to you know maybe reconsider a decision that they uh, have to made. make the right choice. To make the right <laughs> make choice. the Keep right Pike. choice. Yeah. And with that, everybody, thank you for listening. As always, you can find us on Twitter at the Next Trek. You can find us on Facebook uh, at the Next Trek Podcast as well. And just just follow along. Let us know what you thought. Um, subscribe to us. Rate us five stars on iTunes if you think we have done a good job. And keep in touch and live long and prosper. Thank you.